Hey, welcome to the After Now podcast with Tim and George. Give us a listen. What do you have to lose? Because let's be honest, you've wasted time on sketchier stuff than this before. Hey, Tim. Hey, George. What do two audiophiles do when they celebrate? I don't know. What do they do? They hi-fi. Hey, hey, Tim. Why should you consult with an audiophile before buying new headphones? I don't know, George. Why should you consult with an audiophile before buying new headphones? Because their advice is pretty sound. Nice. Nice. See? I like it. It's good. And, and again, is, is, the there joke... a, is there a website that you go to? The, the, like, is it um, baddadjokes.com? I, I steal them depending on what the topic is. Got it. So there's not one go-to. Uh, I am an equal opportunity thief of jokes. Nice. Okay. And they have to be terrible. So, well, you've done a great job. Thank you. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Yeah, I take great pride. Hey, did we have a um a commercial for this show? You know, funny you should ask him. We do have a sponsor. Oh, we do. Excellent. Well, hey, take it away. You know, Tim, it's pretty much summer. And you know what that means? Your personal space needs to be as inviting as possible. So if you need some help, call our friends at Harry's Landscaping. As, as a personal antidote, I was talking to Harry because I had a tree. It was not the biggest tree, but certainly within the average range tree. That need to be cleaned up. I said, Harry, what can you do to make my tree look as good as it can? And so he came over, he trimmed it, made sure everything was nice and clean, got rid of the twig, you know, made sure the twigs and berries were looking great. And I got to tell you, it looked fantastic. That's that's great. Now there's more, Tim. I'm sure there there always is, George. There, yeah, always there is. is. So Harry has seen a lot in his experience. He was telling me that he went to this one house and it was like a jungle back there. He said you needed a machete to get into the entrance of this place. So Harry went in with a weed whacker and a trimmer. Ouch. And made the place so inviting. But yet there's even more, Tim. Okay. One, one woman wanted an airfield. She lived in one of those communities that had hangars and, and airfields. So, so, you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Hairball. Uh, yeah, hairball. hairball. Sorry about that. Okay, see? I, See? I tried to go for the uh, for the uh, mute button and um, you know 
Didn't work. Go on. That's all right. That's right. So this woman wanted an airfield. And guess what Harry gave her? (laughs) What did Harry give her? A beautifully manicured landing strip. Oh. (laughs) Some people, Tim, they're not big fans of nature. They want it all gone, Tim. All gone. Does this help with hairballs? It, yes, it does. Excellent. Yes, it does. And it, it kind of almost looked like the deforestation in the rainforest. <laughs> now, what country is the rainforest in? Oh. Brazil. So it, it kind of looks like Brazil, if you will. Okay. Completely bare, Tim. All <laughs> gone. So when... When you want your personal space to be as inviting as possible and have people stay a while, call Harry's. It's great. Awesome. Uh, thank yeah. you to our sponsor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, um, we've been very fortunate with our sponsors thus far. That's awesome. That's yeah, great yeah, news. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so t- today's topic is high end audio. Is high end audio absolutely? We're gonna have a good conversation today. We are. It's not. It's not only about high end audio, but it's 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 about. Uh, I think we're gonna start with really talking about, you know, what's been lost, right, uh, with the advent of of technology, um, with the advent of the interweb, right? Oh wait, they call it the internet now. Sorry, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, you know what? Uh, people using audio and and streaming services, audio services, you know, um, people ripping MP3s. The mm-hmm. the explosion, and then kind of the hey, what happened to MP3s? All those things. We're gonna we're gonna go through all that. Okay, and. The reason that this matters to you, so stick with us on this, because if a lot of people that that is their whole experience, mm-hmm. if if you're younger, or if you know you you haven't uh, had this equipment in a while, this is kind of what you're used to. It's kind of where your bar is set, and. We just want to expose you to the fact that there's a whole other world of quality of sound. And the reason that this matters is because it's an experience. Absolutely. Right. And and there's a lot of garbage music out there, which uh, it may not matter. But there's some incredible music and and. My gosh, you know, people that think, oh, all the good music was in the past. They're, they're, I think they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some just unbelievable musicians and talented uh, artists out there that are putting out really, really good music. And if you were to experience that on the kind of stuff we're talking about today, it's almost like you're listening to a completely different art form. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, you know, it's kind of important to, you know, before we go into the world of audio and before we go into 
all the things that make up really, um, you know, what people consider to be, you know, stereo today, right? Um, and, and a lot of different takes on this. Um, there's the entry level, the, there's the mid-tier level, and then there's there's the crazy stuff, right? And quite honestly, um, I respect all uh, audiophiles, um, uh, if it's a person who is just getting started or if it's somebody who's been down the road for a long time. You know, um, a lot of research comes from the top down. And so, you know, you're going to get newer companies out there um, that have benefited by um, other companies being around for a long time. We're going to talk about that, too. You know, uh, where you should go, you know, what you should be looking at. Uh, w- once you kind of understand what the differences are between the audio formats and, you know, what, <clears throat> you know, really what the differences in sound, um, you know, why would you want to use one format over the other? Mm-hmm. Some people might just say, eh, you know, MP3s are fine. I'm going to, I love MP3s. They sound great. I'm never going to hear anything better. My ears can't, my ears can't, uh, uh, you know, uh, distinguish the, difference. yeah, distinguish between that, you know, and I think, I think that's a very, I have a lot of respect for that position. Um, But it's important to note that everyone's ears do hear differently. You know, what Mm -hmm. I hear, you may not hear. You may hear something a little differently. You may hear it better than I hear it. You may hear it worse than I can perceive it. So I think that's that's a valid um, part of the conversation. It needs to be taken into consideration as well. It is. You know, the... um... The one thing that we, I think people should take a step back from, and I, with just the way overall the world is today with people having these knee-jerk reactions right away of saying, oh, well, my headphones are great or whatever, you know, and, and um, if you haven't heard what we're talking about, then have an open mind. Right. Right. So it's easy to say, oh, it can't be that different. Or, you know, I don't want to explore it. Uh, I'm comfortable with where I am. That's fine. If you're comfortable, that's fine. But what I'm saying is don't poo-poo it until you've had an opportunity to experience it on the type of equipment that it was meant to play on. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you can go into, you know, obviously we, we're not we're not advertising for anybody here, but... You can go into any um, local audio store. You can go into any, you know, even a Best Buy, uh, which you know, um, in in major markets, Best Buy actually has higher end audio. Uh, they do carry the higher end brands, um, and you know, you can take a listen. You know, um, but you know, I would say also support the small guys, right? Um, there are a lot of, uh, and this is one of those weird. You know, uh, areas of, uh, um, let's call it hobbyists, right? Where you have these stores and, you know, you've had these people who've been around for 10, 20, perhaps even 30 years. And, uh, you know, I mean, they're the small guys. Uh, yeah. they, uh, they've been around. They've got a lot of knowledge. And, you know, hit up your local audio store and, and, and show them a little of. And, and it, I think it's that way with a lot of things mm-hmm. where you've got your stores, regardless of what hobby or specialty you're looking at, um, you'll get this, the stores that carry a 
average array of of offerings but then to get the good stuff you kind of got to go to the special you know i think cameras are kind of like that too mm-hmm. i agree you, yeah you know you can go to best buy and get good camera you can mm-hmm. get a, a very good camera at best buy but to get probably the really good stuff you got to kind of go to a specialty place i agree yeah so i think i think that's uh um that's a good um I, I think that's a similarity that people can can understand and you're right in the little places and honestly these guys the people that are in those stores are true disciples of sound <laughs> mm, right exactly and I, I know a lot of them and uh you know they're uh, uh they're trying to get the word out not not only because they're trying to run a business of course but you know more than often these guys really have a passion for this and because they understand what we're about to talk about, you know, and, um, and they love showing it off. I mean, and showing it off doesn't necessarily mean spending a lot of money. Um, showing it off means, see, this is what you've been missing in your life, you know? And, you know, it doesn't cost as much as you, you think it could. Right. So, to summarize, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about the audio formats and and why they're different and you know what makes them different. Um, we're not gonna go into a, a great deal of uh, depth on this topic. We're gonna we're gonna skim over it and talk about it uh, just enough to whet the appetite um, because there are many formats of audio yeah. and you know and there's a lot of opinions out there from a lot of different people about what's the best, you know? Um, there are people online. I can refer people to um, uh, resources on YouTube. Um, but a lot of this, you know, um, is basically, um, you know, buyer beware a little, but it's also sure. very subjective because again, what you hear, George, is something completely different than what I may hear because the shapes of our ears are different. The way we interpret information that goes from our ears to our brains is different. And so, you know, it, it may not exactly be the same type of experience, but generally speaking, um, you know, we'll, we'll try to form some cogent, uh, you know, um, make sense of everything, if you will. Yeah, I think that's our general um I guess mission statement of our show is we really just want to make you aware of what's out there and, you know, just have, get you, uh, what your appetite and uh, pique your curiosity. This is just one of those things that honestly, if you go to someone's house that has, uh, a really good sound system, right. Like Tim, I, I came over to your house, right? And and we were always into really good stereos and stuff when I was younger and you know, just kind of got away from it a little bit. And when I hear it, you know, when I heard it, when I heard Tim's system, I got it, it it's just so mind blowing. It's just a big smile that comes it's like a aha moment. And so it's not for everybody. Um, if you know, again, I hate to say this, but if you listen to garbage music, it's probably not going to matter. But if you listen to um, well-crafted, true artists, you'll you'll notice a difference. You know, and it's funny you should mention that because a lot of times what we run into is 
as <clears throat> as you go up in audio formats, meaning uh, least quality versus better quality versus quote-unquote best quality, um, and as you play that least quality middle and then higher end quality on the same equivalent, let's call it systems, right? A system mm -hmm. that you may spend, you know, sub $1,000 on versus a system that you may spend sub $2,500 or $5,000 on versus a system that you may spend sub $20,000 on. And believe me, it could get way more expensive than $20,000. <laughs> yes, um, but just for the purposes of our conversation, what you start running into is how well was the music engineered? How well was it recorded? Because these, you're going to hear some terms as we go through this conversation. And one of the terms you're going to hear is highly resolvable systems, meaning systems that are able to take um, a really good audio format, convert it into something that we can listen to, and then spit it out and wow. And that's that's the wow light bulb moment that goes off. And it's like, this is really good. Um, <clears throat> and there are people out there and, um, you know, uh, there are people out there who will say, well, you know what? Um, a lot of this is gimmicky. A lot of this is, um, you know, uh, kind of... Uh, you know, malarkey, if you will. Um, people in the industry, you have believers that say, buying better audio cables don't make a difference. Um, I, I, I really honestly can tell you from experience that that is not true. That is that is absolutely false. Buying better cables does increase the, uh, the performance. And so the, the thing that I can get across to you is everything is cumulative, mm -hmm. um, whether it be... Um, with the audio formats, whether it be with the amplification, the source, the amplification, the speakers, the speaker cables, the room itself where the audio uh, system may sit in. Um, and again, um, it's important because what we want to hit on is we really want to talk about the audio formats too and just, hey guys, FYI, um, you may be listening to an MP3 Hey, but have you ever heard of something called FLAC or have you ever heard of something called, you know, uh, DSD? Um, these things we want to make you aware of and kind of go through it. Yeah. Yeah. And so in, I would say the, the height of, of when audio systems were more commonplace, if you will, uh, probably late 70s, 80s. I, you know that that's when everybody had some some kind of pioneer or some kind of receiver um and and the high end guys had the macintoshes and and all this and the music reflected that right so i i think one of the prime examples and uh, and the more adventurous and this is kind of the difference between the way people listen to music now and and the way it's it's listened to on some of these systems um Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. They did an incredible job with the mixing. Mm -hmm. they and did. there's one, and there's one part where, where you know, they're talking, Figaro, you know, and let me go, and all that stuff. And what happens is, when they all start seeing that "let me go" part, 
it comes in from each speaker independently, four different channels. Mm -hmm. And if you're sitting there and you have your speakers surrounding you, you actually hear the, the sound go around the room. You do. You almost it, get a surround sound effect from two-channel audio. Yes. And now everything's in a headphone. So I, I don't know that it's that there's the impetus to mix it so well. But they really sculpted the music using the different equipment and using the different audio channels. Um, and it, it it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And... You know, it's funny you should mention that because a lot of the <laughs> um, we're going to make a direct um, correlation, if you will, between when music was mastered and recorded at a very high quality, uh, late 60s, 70s, early 80s, um, and then where the technology made digital audio more accessible, um, compact disc right so record mm -hmm. a track record right um reel to reel um and then, tapes. and then cassette tapes and then compact discs and now today streaming yeah and we're going to make that correlation between um you know a good audio format a not so good audio format and an amazing stellar audio format and and why what happened happened and ironically, the the digital format that a lot of people were were not very high on because when it first came out, didn't have that much data on it. With the new streaming and and with the bigger internet pipes and five G and blah blah blah, um, we could be getting back to the the high, way higher quality audio. As long as you've got something to play it on. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people are working on that. And, and, and it's, uh, it, there is something to be said for, um, you know, when you had mentioned, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. one of the, one of the best, this is, this is pretty, pretty common knowledge out there in the circles of audio, the audio world, but one of the, we're probably one of the best recorded albums in the history of albums is uh, Fleetwood Mac's Rumors, 1977. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and a lot of people might be like, well, I'm not into that music. Well, we know that. We, you may not be into that uh, music. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean you only need to listen to that music to enjoy higher-end audio. In fact, you we're having a new renaissance, a return to um, recording engineers really understanding that um you know people really are aware and will really have the ability to hear audio at a much uh greater detail you know i mm -hmm. like i, I kind of compare it to um tv right tv in the 1940s 50s 60s 70s 80s was all at least in north america um ntsc um you know really low quality so you could put yeah. makeup on people and you wouldn't be able to see it really uh, on the nightly yeah. news. Then when, you know, 1080 came out, uh, 1080i first, 1080p, and then now 4K and now 8K, um, you're able to go back and look at those old movies, those old shows, and you're able to see the imperfections. You yeah. can see, you can see the sets were not built 
uh, if you look at Star Trek in the 1960s versus um, the new uh, Star Trek, you know, uh, that's out today, whether it be Discovery or whether it be, um, you know, whatever your your uh, your brand of sci-fi is, you're going to notice a very big shift in the quality of the sets, the use of makeup, because 4K is much more detailed. You're able to see it with your eyes. That's the exact same thing with audio formats. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. And, and if, if, if I can just take us completely off track, because that's what we do. Absolutely. Um, we would expect that. Let's do that. Um, if... E- if you're not familiar or not into the Fleetwood Mac Rumors album, look up the history of what the band was going through during that album. That's really I am point. I am really surprised they have not made a movie about it, and it would probably have to be rated R. Um, it was just complete craziness. Yeah. Uh, so there were two couples in the band and uh one guy that that wasn't part of a couple and i i know one couple was going through a divorce maybe both of them were going through a divorce at the time writing all these songs about each other having to perform them with each other it was the story behind it is crazy and if you if you if you read about the story and then listen to the music you're like holy sheesh yeah yeah for sure and and you know for for our younger listeners i mean look um mr buble right um he he's got he's got a great voice um you know and uh the recording quality and just what's been what's been put out there uh with a lot of his work i mean even justin timberlake um you know his newer stuff has been recorded at such a, a high level uh, it's been very impressive. Um, so there, there are a lot of artists and there are a lot of sound engineers from a lot of different companies who have kind of gone back to, hey, we need to we need to do this in, in, a, in a quality way. And, and the reason why and we're going to kind of get into it now is, you know, really <clears throat> um, when when we talk about digital audio, we're really talking about three types of. Of or three main types of digital audio, so lossly or compressed, lossless, and then uncompressed. So lossly is like you know an MP3 format. Um, and to give you an idea or a comparison, um, you know you can probably record uh, a normal length song, a three minute song, on an MP3 um, for something like three meg, three and a half meg, something like that. You'll you'll rip a rip a music off of a CD. That's about the size of the file format, uh, generally speaking, right? Um, generally speaking, if you go to a uncompressed audio format that captures all the detail uh, in a very high resolution, um, you know, format such as something like let's say DSD, um, DSD or direct uh, stream digital. Um, will be about 30 to 40 meg of information. Same music, same music, um, but significantly larger. Um, obviously, I've got files that can go all the way up to 300 meg um, for DSD, uh, direct digital stream sound, because there or are different... one song. One song, yep. I mean, there are different versions of uh, DSD. There's double rate, quad rate, um, so one is DSD 128, 
DSD-256. So really what you're recording is the master quality. Meaning, hey, I was there in the studio, and as everything was being dumped to a mixing board and all the channels were going into the hard drive, I now have a copy of basically what everyone heard in the recording studio. But that's not practical. That's not practical always when you want to take the music on the go. Or if you want to stream it over the internet, you know, um, or you want to... Um, you want to have multiple songs, you know, on your your iPhone or Android device. Having those large files doesn't make sense. So what they've done is they've reduced those the size by removing some of the audio information uh, 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 on the file. So an MP3 format would be significantly smaller. Is there a middle ground? There is a middle ground. Lossly again, MP3. Um, uncompressed DSD, that's the largest uh, uh, of the file types. The middle ground would be something like a FLAC, um, lossless, uh, or what we call lossless com- uh, compressed audio format. Um, so is FLAC, FLAC is a format? So yeah, free lossless okay. audio codec is what it stands for. And um, you, you'll see that out there. And, you know, that's, that's something that kind of sits in the middle of a very high quality and a very low quality. Flack will get you there. You'll hear differences. Um, it's about seventy percent of the original size of of uh, uh, of the the master. Let's put it that way. So I would think I would say closer to fifty to seventy percent. So, like right now, if you're streaming Spotify, yeah. What quality is that? Yeah, well, Spotify now has some multiple services, right? So they've got multiple formats that they now offer, and you can get high-res audio on Spotify as well. So you can you can look within the Spotify app and choose um, the different types of format you want. Buyer beware, you know, as you go into Spotify and you enable um, those features, you will... Um, you know, encounter um, more audio usage, and if you have restricted data plans, <laughs> uh-huh. you should you should be very be, be very mindful of how you plan on doing that. But, um, hey, uh, it's definitely there. And under audio quality, you know, it's funny they call it. Um, you know, it's, so there's a couple different things. Uh, you can select for Wi-Fi streaming. Um, an automatic mode, a low, normal, high, or very high streaming quality. However, if your device switches over to, uh, you know, from Wi-Fi streaming, meaning being at your house or being at work or something like that, um, I'm sure your IT departments would love uh, to hear that you're streaming high quality <laughs> audio over their network um, to like a cellular. So if your device switches over to cellular, you can set those modes differently depending on what network you're on. That way you don't completely destroy your, your cellular bill. And so if you're going to um, be restricted by the high quality versus low quality, you should definitely use your high quality on this show. Absolutely. <laughs> and low quality for the other garbage you listen to. We we actually stream at um uh, we actually stream our our, our um, shows are produced uh, using um, pretty much the standard MP3 uh, format because you know we're just talking that's all we're right. doing yep 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 and 
um, you know, obviously, um, you know, uh, there's there's better quality to be had with uh, with with music than there is with you know podcasts. So, do you think? So, I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're used to the lower quality stuff, as you go up, you're gonna notice it, but it may not be like that big of a a difference that you perceive correct but i think but i think if you're at if you're listening to that high level for a while and then you go back down that's where you're going to notice it yeah no and that's true and and to give you an idea since we talked about spotify and we're not picking on spotify we're just no we love spotify because we're on there absolutely but you know you know people might ask well what's the difference between automatic or low normal high or very high in the spotify world you know and again buyer beware um spotify may deem a high quality to be completely different than the next you know um, audio service a next audio service may have a different uh, uh, take on that, yeah. right? So, but for the Spotify, definitions could be different. Yeah. The definitions could be different. The, the audio quality may be assigned differently. But to give you an idea, um, it, you know, a low quality stream from a Spotify perspective is about twenty four kilobits per second, versus normal, which is about ninety six kilobits per second. Um, high is one hundred and sixty. Uh, kilo, uh, kilobits per second and then very high is about 300 320 kilobits per second wow um that's pretty impressive actually um and what we're basically saying is within the within the timeline of a three and a half minute song you're either pushing you know three meg 30 meg or 300 meg yeah. um into that same window and so therefore if you now have hardware or equipment or software that can take that information and reproduce it through your audio system you're going to hear higher quality right so we've got a couple different things at play here we've got the source which we just talked about depending how much data we push through Mm -hmm. then we've got whatever the receiver or decoder is right so that's either going to take a streaming signal um a digital file or an album or cd correct right and it's and that is going to take that music information and then once we get through what that catcher's mitt, where do we go? Yeah. Well, once we get through that, we're going to stream it into our system. And so you're going to either do it one of a couple different ways. If you're if you're a headphone freak and you love headphones and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, they've got an entire <laughs> um, uh, show dedicated to it in New York called Cam, uh, Can Jam. Um, and... It happens every year. I mean, it's just basically a whole bunch of people going to New York um, and uh, listening to mobile audio. And this is a thing. It's it's out there. It's it's a uh, it's uh, a pretty cool show. Um, they they will take that audio stream and most likely do one of two things. 
they will um, go directly into an iPhone and then use an attached offboard digital analog converter that takes the signal from the software and actually is able to convert it into an analog signal that your really expensive headphones would be able to 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 uh, really decode and give you that higher level of presentation. Um, that would it's be interesting. Yeah, and everything that we talk about in the streaming world is going to need what we call a DAC or a digital to analog converter, whether it be on a phone, on a tablet, or even in your system. That's that's so ironic because for so many years the um the technology was stated as we got to get off analog and go to digital <laughs> right and, and, now, and now it's kind of going back well no and that's uh well in any that's the biggest misconception and i'm i'm glad you brought that up even in cd players remember the the portable cd players that sony used to make back in the late 80s early 90s the disc man the disc man exactly even that had a DAC in it. It had a DAC to convert the digital signal on the CD to an analog signal that either you could plug into a tape deck. Remember those tape deck converters? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. God, yeah. By the way, I saw one at Best Buy the other day talking about getting off the topic. I'm like, what? Well, well, they still have them for car stereos. Absolutely. Some cars, some older cars still have those. Um, or if you just plugged in regular headphones you need to convert that digital signal to an analog signal but it yeah. but you know um the quality index um you know um has gone up significantly over the last 20 30 years because electronics have gotten smaller people mm -hmm. have realized that noise can be introduced into the what we call audio path and so um what you get today from a portable music player um, maybe not necessarily an iPhone, maybe not necessarily an Android device, but now maybe a dedicated um, audio player, and there are many of them out there. Um, I'll just cite one company that you know is pretty popular out there, Estelle & Kern. Um, they're a company from Asia. Um, they make really high-end audio players. They mm -hmm. can play almost every format from DSD to MP3, um, and they've got really nicely built uh, DACs within them. And so you take advantage of the fact that um, the power supplies are conditioned to not introduce noise. The DACs are there to really clean up and, and push a much higher bit rate audio format so you can hear it through highly resolvable headphones. The same concept goes for home audio. If you want to stream audio from um, whether it be Tidal whether it be Kobes, which are dedicated high-end streaming services, or even, as we discussed, uh, Spotify, into your home stereo system, you can have a dedicated DAC that sits on your table, and all it does is it's got basically a software client that makes a connection to the cloud. It streams that audio signal um, into that box, converts it to a, uh, a, uh, a digital source, from a digital source to an analog source, and then spits it out to your preamp, ultimately to your amplifiers, and then ultimately to your speakers. So that's, um, for old guys, um, that's kind of like the receiver before going to your amplifier. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so 
that's the that's the digital world, right? We've got lossy, uh, uh, lossy again, um, MP3 formats, right? Low quality, but highly portable, right? That's the trade-off. Um, you can yeah. put 200, 300, 400 MP3s into you know a relatively modest size uh, storage medium, and and on the go you go. Loss, uh, lossless, um, something like a FLAC, uh, something like Apple lossless these days, um, that's going to be the middle ground, right? You, you're going to have in that same digital medium, um, 30, you know, the 40 versus 300 to 400. Um, and then if we're looking at uncompressed audio formats, which I feel, you know, really in, at this stage in the game, um, in, in 2022, we're really looking at either people who have a dedicated rig that they've paid a lot of money for a digital audio, portable digital audio player, or it's really meant for just the home. And and these are files that are that can go in excess of three hundred meg per per audio file. Now that's for that's for people who want to own the music. It seems like a lot of people these days don't necessarily want to own the music but like we talked about these streaming services they just want to call up the song whenever they want it um but but there is the digital equivalent of buying a cd yeah um and that and those that's what you were talking about like the home rig where people would buy the file of the song and they would own it yeah yeah absolutely and as you know, um, um, you're going to have different takes on this space, right? You're going to want those people who absolutely own it um, and absolutely have it. And, you know, for those people, um, there are, you know, what's really funny is um, the idea of DSD um, has actually been around for a long time. Sony has actually had um, a cd formats that have actually had dsd information on them um and you could you could have bought them for uh you know over the last 20 years you could have bought them but you need a special cd player to decode them Mm. because they've got a high level of encryption on there um so yeah i mean that exists and 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 that's there and for those people who have always wanted to have that high level um audio format you know um and those those people those people have really come from what we really haven't talked about yet and that's the, the traditional audio world which is you know a lot of audiophiles still swear by the almighty record yeah 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 there's there's something about the cracks and pops of vinyl and to be honest with you when we're talking about even modest uh, turntables and now we're kind of shifting our focus a little bit away from the the digital audio realm and going back to the analog audio realm um the even a modest record player um you're not going to get a lot of pops and you're not going to get a lot of a lot of that uh that interference that you always associate with with records mm. if you get a heavy record you know um x amount of grams right um, you get a weight, a nice, a nice turntable with a, with a halfway decent needle. Um, you're gonna get a high level quality of audio off that, that a lot of people swear 
it surpasses um, digital audio formats. I myself have heard them side by side, and again, what I hear may, you know, mileage may vary, um, but I think that if you listen to um, a, you know, a really good pressed vinyl album, let's let's even take, you know, Fleetwood Mac's Rumors just for the purpose of this conversation, and you put it up against, uh, you know, a DSD format, um, on a very highly resolving system, um, you know, something like, uh, you know, a system that has some really good quality speakers, really good interconnects or cables, um, a really good power source, you know, you're going to hear a slight difference between, you know, the, the, rec- the pressed record versus the DSD audio, but I would venture to say it's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people expect. And what's really interesting about that is vinyl actually outsold CDs. Yes, it did. For the first time since like the 80s. Yep. Because it's a great format. And you can hold it, right? And there's album art. And um, and a lot of new albums are coming out on vinyl. Which, you know, a lot of people miss. You know, you... You know, what are you going to do? You're going to go buy a set of files online and then you, you, that 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 human experience kind of goes away. You don't get to read through the pamphlets or books that used to be there. You don't get to see the story of how the album started. I mean, you, yeah. you were talking about the trials and tribulations of what went on as Rumors was being recorded. And we're just using Rumors as an example. You know, mm-hmm. all bands have their own stories. Um, oh, and yeah. and look, I mean, if you want to cite another recording, and and for a lot of my fellow grunge fans out there, you know, um, <laughs> uh, there's there's a lot of albums out there in the grunge world, but you know, when we're talking about Nirvana and we're talking about Unplug MTV Unplugged Nirvana, oh yeah, that is invariably cited as one of the best recorded or up there with one of the best recorded albums. When you listen to Kurt Cobain's raspy voice and the instruments, the imperfections that are going on in the background and the audience and the um, the venue in which they were singing, um, all of that live experience comes out very clearly on vinyl. It also very clearly comes out on DSD. It does not, I repeat, does not come out as clearly on MP3. And yeah. <clears throat> and I'll take the Pepsi challenge on that any day of the week. <laughs> so um, we've got a receiver. We've got um, in our home. What does a full setup, you know, low, medium, high, what's something like that cost? Yeah. You know, the the funny thing is, and, I, and I've been talking about this with one, one of my friends who, um, who has been in, he's listened to high-end audio for, for far longer than I have. Uh, his name's Hans. And, um, you know, of he's... Of course it is. He, I'm sorry, what? Of course it is. Yeah, Hans. Not Hans, Hans Gruber. <laughs> Hans. I'm not going to give okay. his last name out. Um, but, you know, we, we've talked about high-end audio for years. And, you know, he he's, he's put systems together. Literally, he has put systems together... In the 1970s, in the 1980s, in the 1990s, in the first half of the 2000s, and now we just finished another system. So you want to talk about um, 
you know, uh, institutional memory and, yeah. you know, the, what he has from a knowledge perspective, which I really look up to um, and appreciate, um, you know, he is really amazed by uh, the, the digital audio that's that's out there today. And, and, and he's not he's not an audio snob. He's got actually the original. He loves the original iPod. He still has two of them. And <laughs> is he really? Yeah. And he's got something like, I don't know. I mean, he, he's one of those guys where he will buy all the CDs. He respects the artists. He feels that the. You know, the money should go back to the artist. So, you know, if he's going to rip something, he's going to rip something he owns, which, you know, I respect that. Yeah, other yeah, pe- absolutely. Other people may not have those um, uh, opinions. I'm not here to judge, but that's that's Hans, right? And, um, you know, he's listened to all the systems through the time. And and what he's come up with is, um, and, and we talked about this in great detail, today you're getting some really good audio uh, companies that are coming out that are building really good components for not a lot of money. Really? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of companies out there that still, you know, are very expensive, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the, you know, um, audio researches, the Macintoshes of the world, the, you know, um, uh, and, and, and by the way, they, they play in their own, you know, vertical, and they they have their own yeah. f- fans, and I'm I'm one of them. Um, but you know, uh, out there today, there, there's there's a couple good companies. Um, um, there's a company <laughs> called Shit Audio, um, <laughs> and you know that's 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 the whole uh, you know uh, play on words there. But S C H I I T Shit Audio, you know, you can get a pretty good amplifier, a tube amplifier. Um, wow. Or a solid state amplifier from from Shit Audio for a, a relatively you know affordable price you know and you can do stuff like mono blocking you can do stuff like a a, a really nice clean out a clean system where you would have a source and a preamp and an amplifier and that's it um, I would I would check them out um, they build DACs from you know um, oh man you know I think they make they do DACs from I think it's a uh, let's see here. Dax from a hundred dollars to three hundred dollars. They have uh, headphone amps from you know below a hundred dollars, uh, all the way up to three fifty. Um, you know you can you can build different systems with their components, and I think their stuff sounds pretty pretty damn good. Um, you know, uh, there's uh, re- record companies out, or I should say, companies that build turntables out there. Um, that build. You know, normal turntables all the way up to the really, really, really high-end stuff um, that, you know, uh, $199, $399, $599. You know, there's a lot of companies out there that realize that, you know, we've got a lot of customers that that span the spectrum. Um, uh, U-Turn Orbit, uh, uh, guys, they make a good turntable, you know, um, and they realize, hey, you know what? Not everyone wants to drop $20,000 on a system. So let's make some really good affordable stuff and let's... uh let's uh, introduce them to the high-end world. And what you normally find is when people get into the hobby, they're like, you know what? I have an amplifier. I've got some cables. I got a streamer and I've got, uh, you know, a preamp and some speakers. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and upgrade this because I've, I've come across a little bit more money. Wow. 
that sounds really good. What if I continue to push it? And what you'll do is you'll get a, a, a guy or gal who will just get into the hobby and they'll be like, you know what, this, this makes sense. I can upgrade these individual components and they're going to, the system's going to sound better and better and better over time. And I was going to say, yeah. that's what, that's what they used to do back in the day is okay. So maybe you start out with a basic system. Yeah. And then you buy a really nice amplifier or receiver and it's a way better receiver than the rest of your system. Maybe the speakers kind of suck, but okay. Then you wait till you can get better speakers and then you can wait till you get a better, you know, CD player, what have you. And, and you, you built it over time. And that was kind of the fun of it. Yeah. And you, uh, know, you know, a lot of those people who are, I, I know everybody wants everything right now. But... Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. And you know that, and we, we joke about the millennials and now, 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 but sometimes, the journey is part of the human condition. We often talk about the human condition here, right? And Yeah. And, you know, how do you appreciate... The real question is, how do you appreciate a half-million-dollar system if you've never gone through the trials and tribulations of earlier systems? I built... Right. I built... When I, was, when I was in high school, there was a place down the street from where I used to go to high school... And, you know, they were a bunch of gearheads, and, and they were just audio guys. And I bought uh, a 12-watt a, um, a tube, uh, tube amplifier from them. It was an integrated. So it had a preamp and an amplifier built in it. So I didn't need to buy different components. I could just buy that, and I could just plug a CD player in it into it and some speakers and, and, and go and have some fun. Um, it was a 12-watt amplifier. Hmm. I threw a pair of Klipsch speakers on there. And then I went from Klipsch to monitor audio and, you know, um, went back and forth. And, man, it sounded phenomenal. I think um, this was, again, I was a little bit of a geek. So, you know, I didn't have... Um, what do you mean, were? You well, used that in the past tense. Well, I was, even in high school, I was a geek. So I was about yeah. to say, <laughs> I didn't spend a lot of money on girls, so I spent it on my audio stuff. <laughs> um, you know, and at the time, I think, I, you know, I paid probably like eight or $900 for the amplifier. In, in high school, that's a lot for a kid. Oh, yeah. But, but, again, I didn't have girls to spend any money on, so, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, see now it's your turn to, to cough and, and yeah whatnot. yeah yeah i hear furball again right furball right yeah absolutely absolutely but but uh, i had that amplifier for 10 years yeah yeah oh gosh i i i had uh you know i had the a scott receiver yeah um i think i got that when I was like writing around high school, had it all through college, had it had it for years afterwards, um, and something went out on it. But man, that that thing they did they lasted forever. Yeah. So, you know, uh, U turn U Orbit, Shit Audio, Clips, those those companies. You know, that's gonna be your your, and I I'm not gonna even call it lower end. I'm just gonna call it affordable good audio companies these guys they care about their customers they've got good warranties they they build great products you can bear um one of the best speakers on the market today you can go anywhere and just 
fact check me, be my guest. Klipsch RP 600Ms. If if you're into um, you know a sub one thousand dollar pair of speakers, it's a smaller mm-hmm. room. You're not gonna find a better speaker. Um, everyone on the planet believes that these speakers are um, they should sell for probably double. Klipsch doesn't really? sell them for yeah. They do, and, and I have a pair, so I would not um, tell anybody to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. Um, and you know, I am not, uh, you know, I'm not a, uh, uh, I don't drink the Kool Aid. I I've owned probably thirty speakers in my life. Um, and, you know, for me right now, these make sense. Um, and you know, sure. my needs may change later on down the road. Um, somebody's ears may not like the sound of those. But I'm just telling you, you can put together a pretty damn good system for I'd say sub, um, sub one thousand dollars. Okay. Um. And, 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 yeah. and again, if you do it piece by piece, you, you don't have to go nuts. So. Yeah, and if you're looking to graduate, right, um, and and go up, you know, a step, you know, there are plenty of companies to choose from, um, and there are plenty of ways to get. Um, you know, uh, get into that hobby, but you know, it may be a higher end clips. It may be something like a monitor audio. It may be something like a, a carry amplifier. You have to make a lot of decisions on whether or not, um, you know, you're going to go into, <laughs> you want to talk about something that's ass backwards. How about this taking a digital audio source, like a streaming service, but yet going into a DAC that puts it into an analog tube amplifier and then <laughs> and then spits it out the speakers. Why would you want to do something like that? You know, and it's, you know, and that's a conversation for another time. But what's what's uh, often discussed is, hey, you know, amplifiers today, right? Do I do tube? Do I do analog tubes or do I do solid state? You know, what are the pros and cons, meaning non-tubes, right? Um, mm-hmm. And there are pros and cons of that. Everyone's ears are different. Um, but generally speaking, um, you know, when you're talking about audio that's, let's call it over $1,500, you start getting into a, a, a very more serious realm of hardware and software. And you're going to hear as we go up in this conversation more detail you're going to get speakers that could pull that detail uh, out of the amplifier that is ultimately getting that music source from a preamp and a deck. And all of that is going to act in concert to create this music, no pun intended, uh, in your room. And ultimately, the higher, the more higher in the system um, usually means you're going to be able to get more detail out of it. Not to say that um, the shit audio amplifiers won't give you a really good detail and really good uh, quality of sound. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying it absolutely will. But if you go and compare it to something like a mid, a mid-tier tube amplifier or a mid-tier um, solid-state amplifier, maybe something by, I'll throw another company name out there, Rogue mm-hmm. Audio, um you may hear something completely different. You may hear something that's a little bit more warmer, a little bit more detailed. If there's people in the crowd, you might actually hear them <laughs> cough in the background, believe it or not. Um, you may hear the uh, you know when people are playing guitar, those strings they're gonna they're gonna do a reverb effect a little bit more on you. And you're gonna hear that detail. Um, 
And then when you go beyond that, let's say you push the five to seven thousand uh, dollar limits of the audio spectrum, <laughs> which now people's eyes might be wobbling, but it's really easy to get there. Um, and you know, buyer beware. Um, you may hear things in. You know, a lot of people might like, well, I love my surround sound. You know, I want to put everything in Dolby Atmos and whatnot. Um, the right system built um, will sound actually better, um, in my opinion. A two-channel system could actually sound better than a surround sound system. I really? Think that's been proven time and time again. You know, and someone asked me, really, why would you say that? And it'd be like, well, wait a minute. Let's think about it. Um changing the genre for a second because you know we talked about nirvana we've talked about classic rock but if we talk about jazz right and we talk about going to a jazz club right and you've been there i've been there we've gone to a club and listened to live music right yep live music live venues at a bar are there speakers in the back of the room yeah no actually well, there well, usually isn't um there, it's usually well, yeah, up on you stage. Know what, you know what? You're you're right. They just have the amps on stage pushing out. Yeah, they have the amps on stage pushing out. Now, don't get me wrong. There are definitely venues that have speakers in the background, but in in a in a setting that I'm talking about, which is just a small bar. Think of Nashville, down you know a side street. You go in and you listen to some bluegrass. You listen to some some you know um, you know country rock, or you listen to some jazz. Usually, everything's up on the stage. Yeah, that's true. So when everything's up on the stage, what's in back of you? Nothing. It's the re- music reflecting off the back walls. It just bounces off, yeah. And, and it's coming back at you. And that's really what two-channel audio is. You're recreating that live experience, or you're recreating that, that musical experience that came out of um, you know, a recording studio over a multi-track system. Interesting. Wow. So, with with all this stuff, and I think this this is kind of true with anything you get into. And we had talked about buying piece by piece. Mm-hmm. As if this is something that you do get into, you will develop an ear. You're going to do for, you're gonna, for what you like. It's absolutely going to happen. And so that's why it it just um, reinforces the idea of if you got more money than you know what to do with, then go big bang, fine, you know. Right. But but you may not appreciate it as much. Yeah, yeah, you may not appreciate it, and as your ear matures and develops, you might not like that combination. You know, it's funny because I go. I've been to my share of audio shows. Um, one of the biggest in the United States is um, Exponent in Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. We just had um, the Munich audio show go on last this just this past weekend. As of this recording, Wednesday, May twenty fifth, um, the Munich twenty twenty two Munich audio show, which you know I think is one of the biggest shows in the world, um, just ended. You know, you go to these shows, and to your point, George. You know, I watch, <clears throat> I watch, uh, you know, these 19, 20 year olds, 25 year olds, they walk into a room, Dan Diageo makes beautiful amps. They're $20,000 a piece. You need two of them to drive a two channel system. 
Um, and usually tied to oh Diageo amps is Wilson audio speakers. And, you know, they have these speakers called whams. And look, this system that I'm kind of talking to you about right now, we're mm-hmm. talking upwards to $200,000, $250,000. This is really high-end stuff. Um, and there, and there, there's people that buy these things. Absolutely. There's people that buy these things, you know, for a couple of different reasons. You know, sometimes it's people who want bragging rights, and there's there's nothing wrong with that, sure. um, as long as you have enough money to do it. Um, there are sound engineers who buy it because they they want to hear their music sound the way that they recorded it in L.A. at you know mm-hmm. at, at whatever studio they rented at that time. Um, so there's a pro approach to this, but but usually it's consumer related, and you know I see these people walk in, they listen to these systems, which by the way sound breathtaking. But they sound breathtaking because it's, um, um, you know, it's a system that's just meant to impress. And you have no reference point to where even these companies in their early days started. Yeah. Yeah. So my opinion, my humble opinion is build a system and don't spend a lot of money on it. Uh, and then slowly upgrade and learn what you personally like. You may go and buy much more expensive speakers and say, well, hell, I, I don't like those as much as those speakers that I just got done sell, uh, selling. You know, I bought, I sold my old speakers because I really thought these new speakers would sound great. Yeah. And they really hadn't. And so what I've always gotten uh, in the um, habit of recommending is – don't sell your old stuff first. Buy the new stuff. If you're planning on moving it to eBay or you're planning to sell it to a buddy of yours, listen to it first. Yeah. And if you can listen to it in your home and audition it, um, you know, it may be like, wow, you know what? It's not worth that money. I'd rather spend it someplace else. I'd rather, right. you know, buy new speaker cables or maybe invest in your library of music if you if you're one of those people who buys music you know and and listens to it or maybe a better streamer but you know that's that's the fun part about it is you're 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 constantly tweaking the system and i think that that's just as we're talking about this i think that's one of the things that's kind of lost in the way we we just approach everything today we just want everything to be done. You know, there's something to be said for, <clears throat> you know, there's <laughs> um, everything from a manufacturing perspective. And this is just a, a small take on something you might want to think about. Um, you know, I, I think people w- go down to their lo- local Best Buy and, and they don't do a lot of research, you know, and yeah. and they, they buy yeah. something yeah. And, and that's okay. If that's good for them, that's awesome. However, you know, um, biggest bang for the buck, right? You want you want, if you're going to spend some money, you want to get the most out of that money. Everyone's money is is hard earned, right? No matter what, yep. no matter where you work. I don't care if it's, you know, a 16 year old at McDonald's or a 60 year old at a, a Fortune 100 company. Everyone's dollar is well earned, and so biggest bang for the buck and if you know you're going down to and there's nothing wrong with going down to the local best buy best buy has no. got great products but 
I mean, you know, if I were to go out on the street and ask somebody, um, <clears throat> have you ever heard of a company called Emotiva? I would probably get someone looking at me like, are they a space company or <laughs> do they, you know, what it, Emotiva is a company that's, uh, you know, that's a, a big audio company. They're down south um, and I believe out of Nashville, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And, um, you know, obviously they're going to source components like resistors and capacitors and all those cool things that they use to build their products globally. But they source a lot of stuff locally, too, and it's built in the U.S. And I can't really ever remember – if we talk about pride in, in, in things that are built ho at home, you know, you're going to find a lot of manufacturers in the audio world that really build their stuff in the U.S. Yes. And yes. That, that is an industry that has remained here. Yeah, it, it really has. Um, shit audio – builds all their stuff and if i'm not mistaken two places california and texas um i hope i got this right but i'm pretty sure i do um you know um there's a lot of uh there's a lot you know if you want really high end um you know audio research uh minnesota uh in the twin cities area um macintosh you know, this is a company that's been around for 70 plus years yeah. in oh, New yeah. York. They build everything in New York. They hand spin their amplify, uh, their, uh, their uh, what do you call it? Their uh, transformers uh, right there in New York. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, speakers, you know, uh, you know, Wilson Audio, they're very high end. They build their stuff in, in the United States. But, you know, Klipsch, too. They've been around for 75 plus years. And when Paul started building speakers, you know, Hope, Arkansas is where he built it. And a lot of their speakers are still built in Hope, Arkansas. That's local economy. So if that's something that's of an interest to you, um, know that, like, just like what you said, audio companies and, and home, you know, home companies that make audio products for home, that it's still heavily built in, in the United States. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing I was thinking about just talking about this, one of the things I and, and I, I do this. To some extent myself um the reason i think people a lot of people would go to a big box store or just order something without hearing it um is because we've gotten so used to looking at specs or customer reviews yeah and this isn't the kind of thing you want to do that with you know um i'm going to name drop a little here because these guys i think are good guys and uh um you know uh they they're they're pretty well known within the um the audio circles and and industry i think what they do is they try to bring a lot of the things that they learn uh to the surface and um what you do is you wind up getting a lot of good um a lot of good uh reporting a lot of good audio uh, feedback from online sources these days. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, one of them uh, I watch a lot. I think that he's really good. Uh, Andrew Robinson. I think that he's got a, a, a very well-produced show on YouTube. Uh, very, very professional. Um, he's, he's actually, I believe, from 
um, the pre-production industry and, and kind of made it, made his way through and, uh, and, and, you know, just for the love of audio, just started his own podcast, uh, and, and, uh, and, and YouTube channel with, um, you know, with his, uh, significant other. And I, I don't know if it's his wife or significant other, but, uh, Andrew Robinson, very good, um, journalistic background can, can talk audio, um, it, it seems like he, he knows what's going on there. There's another guy, Steve Gutenberg. Everyone knows Steve Gutenberg. He's the audiophiliac. Um, he's been, re- he was reporting for CNET for years. And, um, I think, I think that he's got a real good perspective on, um, you know, um, the high end audio as well as, you know, just the normal stuff that the regular Joe Schmo can buy. That's not, you know, going to be, that's going to be quality equipment, right? Um, and it's great cause we're, we're. We're the Joe Schmoes. Absolutely, um, and you know I'll I'll end it off with Darko. Darko, uh, he's he's a guy that's primarily out of Europe. Um, he's got the he's got the European uh, perspective on audio. Um, does a lot of stuff with U.S. companies though too, but it's fun to watch his stuff. Um, uh, and and just kind of get a perspective of what's going on. There, there, honorable mention um, would be Z reviews. <laughs> Um, he's, he's a crazy funny guy, um, wears a camera on his forehead. You never get to see him, but he has recorded and reviewed countless, um, audio components. Most of it is mobile stuff. So headphones, mobile amplifiers, stuff, stuff that, you know, mobile audio, uh, um, you know, high-end audio would listen to and regular audio people like, you know, just doesn't have to be high-end audio, but I think those four um, sources of information are are a good place to start if you're looking to start in this in uh, in this industry as as far as being a consumer. And this is fun. It's fun stuff. It is fun, and it's. Um, I think it also gives one the perspective of enjoying music as art. Absolutely. Not, not as a um, backing track to their video, if you will. Yeah. Because it seems like everyone's got headphones in all the time. And, you know, it. Um, this, this is to experience the art of the music. Uh, I agree. And, you know, I've, I've worked my way up from, you know... Um, my dad's San, uh, Sanyo system, my, my stepfather's Sanyo system. And <clears throat> we had, uh, you know, some, some pioneer speakers and, and, you know, whatnot. And, and through the years, um, I've gone and, you know, got out of grade school, went into high school, bought my own stuff, college, which, you know, um, that was, that was an interesting time because you never have money in college. Um, but then, you know, as I got older, I built my system up and, and, and I have a, I have a pretty good system at this point. Um, uh, I, I'm pretty happy with where it's at. Um, but what I like best about it is sitting down with my friends or sitting down with my fiance. Um, and, and she's never heard a system like that. And she yeah. was like, this is absolutely amazing. She, I think she enjoys it. I don't know if she enjoys it more than me, but she enjoys it far more than I thought she would. Yeah. It, it, it is mind blowing. Like it's, it's an aha yeah, moment. It is. And it reminds me either consciously or subconsciously 
how much we actually do connect with music. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it lets you enjoy, it it lets you consume the music, rather than just have it as a backing track. Yeah, or noise, background noise, background noise, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, people stop and they're like, "Huh, that sounds." I've never heard anything like that. I've heard stuff like that, but it's usually live. <laughs> yeah, you know, or yeah. and it's not. It's not that it's exactly like it was when it was live, but it's damn close to it. And yeah, you know, and and you know, uh, you know, I've actually had people say, "Hey, is there was there a band over at your house the other night? Were were you guys practicing or something?" And I'm like, "No, that was not Fleetwood Mac. They were not at my house." <laughs> um, Although I'd really love it if they were, um, or, oh you know, gosh. you know, or, you know, Hey, but it, it's, it is one of those things where I, I think you're right. Um, it, it definitely, um, it definitely, uh, it brings people back to when they were younger or when they have great moments, it connects them. Um, and I think, I think that's, that's the intangible, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we, um, we moved and um, years back, and the thing that bugged me the most was I had a really nice in-wall stereo system that the or speaker system that I put in, mm-hmm. um, and we had the house built, and so I I kind of I had it wired so that I could cut, and I'm not super handy, but um, the speakers I got were from a company called BIC uh, America. Okay. They were so good. Oh my gosh. They were just um because they were heavy. They had big um uh they had big woofers and tweeters in there and, and um and even the ceiling ones were really good, but that made it such a comfortable place. It made it so in you know, you could play movies through it. Also, like when you're just in the kitchen or whatever, you're just surrounded by this music, and it's it's not coming through a little Bluetooth speaker, <laughs> right? Right. Which, which some of them sound pretty good. I mean, I gotta be honest, some of them sound pretty good, but there's something about the the sound waves hitting you, you know? Yeah, you know, and I I, I really like um, I really like a lot of times the stories um you know this is something you don't get um i mean you get it with apple you get it with microsoft in the tech world right where you know everyone knows steve built his and and steve and steve steve um wozniak steve jobs built their computer in in you know a garage in in palo alto that's mm-hmm. a great story you know but you don't often hear that about other companies but more often than not, you do hear it in the audio industry. You know, I mean, you had mentioned BIC uh, America, which I don't know if you're aware of this. If I'm not mistaken, BIC actually stands for British Industries Corporation. And yes, it, that's, and th- that's what it was originally, yeah. Yeah, that's what they were originally. And, you know, they started back in the 1950s as high-end British audio products, you know, and... And these guys, these guys have been around. They've got a story to tell. And, you know... um, and it's just interesting when when you go back to it and uh 
uh, and you say, hey, I, I had this system that was in wall. You know, I mean, there's you're making a connection to technology, but you're also making connections to the technology because of what you experienced with it. Yeah, you loved listening to the music. It it brought you a certain level of gratification, whatever that was. Yeah, it it made it made that special more. You know, I mean, it just and that's a you know it's in. I got to get back into this. I it, do. It's I, the I, same I, thing. It's the same thing you get with with people who are motorheads. You know. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, it, you know what? That's a great parallel. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah well, it, it's well, we had a show on it, and when you listen to our guest who was on the show. He he just talked about it like he was so passionate about it, and you right. you get that in um, uh, on the audio side of it, you get people who are passionate about it. Um, what I find is more often than not, it's people who are passionate about it because they're really excited about it, they believe in it, and you know they want other people to uh, experience it. And you know, like the car industry, yes, of course, you're going to get those guys or those gals. You know, think they know more than everyone else, and yeah, and are snobs and snots. I call them snots, whatever. You know, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, um, you be you. Um, you spend the money you want to spend. You do it, you know, and and uh, you know, true people who like the uh, the hobby um, are hobbyists, and you know, I mean, I consider myself. Uh, you know, I've I've been in this for you know now going on thirty years. I have my my stepfather to thank for it. And also one of my, my best friends, Dwayne to thank for it because they kind of really introduced me to the whole audio world. Dwayne's about 10 years older than I am. So when I was in my twenties and couldn't afford anything, he was mm-hmm. in his thirties and I was drooling every time I went to his house. Yeah. Um, and just because I had never heard anything like that. And, uh, you know, so, and, and very much like cars, you know, Hey, I just got done rebuilding, you know, this, 350 small block and i'm gonna drop it into you know this car and take it down a track and you know there, there's there's something to be said for that there's a connection yeah oh yeah. absolutely yeah absolutely. for sure and that's so, that's really what we're talking about here is the connection yeah and and so hopefully we've given enough information for people to look into it or hopefully yeah. maybe maybe start a new hobby yeah, and, and, and I know we did kind of a dump you know? on people. I mean, you know, we talked about audio formats and what some of them look like. You know, we talked about the hardware you could play them on very quickly and, you know, the you know what the differences may be. You know, and then, uh, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, you know, you be you, right? And, you know, making yeah. sure that, you know. Um, and y- stay within your budget. Stay within your budget. <laughs> yeah, and have fun with it. And remember, um, it's. You know, millennials, remember, it's not about what's at the end of the race. It's it's sometimes the journey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And as you learn more, you'll um, you'll acquire different tastes and then you'll be able to, you know, in a relatively short period of time, you'll have your own you'll have things dialed in the way you want them. Yeah. And and by the way, you know, I've name dropped probably about 10 companies Probably about fifty percent of them I've owned gear with, and the other fifty percent I haven't. And I've I've heard that, you know, I I, <clears throat> I have, uh, you know, I have uh, no interest in advertising for anybody unless they want to pay me, of course. But uh, th- right, although we have had some really good advertising, we have had some good advertising, absolutely. 
All right, I think we beat this one dead, right? Yeah, I think it's good, man. Okay. What are we talking about next week? <laughs> Fungus and talking plants. You know, a lot of these speakers are made out of wood. You think they're going to be kind of upset with pissed. us? Pissed. <laughs> they're going to be pissed. Fungus and talking plants. So we're talking about uh, flora and fauna that may be self-actualized, they, they, aware of one uh, another. Scientifically, have been proven that they can communicate. Okay, this is awesome. I'm looking yeah. forward to that one. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, um, and I think as we learn more, it um, it changes our perception not just of ourselves but our place within not just our natural world but if this is true then perhaps the connectivity between us all is much closer than we thought you know right yeah and that's uh you know i i guess i'll save my thoughts for the next show but uh that's that's not only is that absolutely terrifying to me um because <laughs> well no i mean it's it's cool to think about but man if if that's the case you know um and it it in and, and this stuff is you know kind of like a we've always talked about the ecosystem right yeah. and how it folds in on itself and you know uh and and there's um there's a lot of dependencies in the ecosystem um, and we're talking about the real ecosystem, right? We're talking about Earth, like the biosphere, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, yeah, that would be that would be a good conversation. I'm looking forward to that. I, I, it's just fascinating to me. So yeah, um, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be fun. We added uh, another streaming service to our um, to our groupings here. So now we're Spotify. Uh, obviously, everyone knows that Amazon Music. Yep. Um, uh, and then uh, iHeartRadio, Radio, I Heart Radio. But, but now Sam uh, Samsung Podcasts as well. So um, we're trying to grow it, uh, trying to get more exposure, and uh, you know, um, hopefully more people will uh, tune in. Yeah, yeah, and we know every show is not going to be for you. No, yeah. Um, you know, maybe fungus and tree, <laughs> fungus and trees aren't your thing, but um, maybe it is. And uh, like we said before, you've certainly wasted time on way filthier stuff than this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, maybe you might learn something. You might. You might so, not. You may, yeah, you... probably not. Right, but... right. All right. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, and uh, until next time.